Hello? Hi, it's Robert. Do you want to be on the show? Never call me again. Hello, welcome. My name is Robert, and this is Never Call Me Again. Moni, welcome. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Blessed awesome. day. How are you doing? I, I I too feel blessed. I'm I'm really happy to have you with me today. It um, it, it's kind of exciting. You're an interesting guy, and so you are an an audiologist. A well, actually, I'm a I'm a specialist. My wife is an audiologist. What what is the difference? Audiologists um, they can do more diagnostic testing than a specialist can. Specialists are um. They focus primarily on assisting the hearing impaired with hearing aids. Audiologists can do things like work with speech pathologists and speech therapists and things like that. You know, so they go to school for several years to get a doctorate. And I basically have to do 160 hours of training to pretty much do almost the same job. Hey, um, at easier, least where hearing aids are concerned. Hey, easier, softer way whenever you can. It, um, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, how, did, how did you guys get into that? Well, um, I met her on the job, so she was into this before we even met. I took a job with the previous owner of the practice I now own in 2001. Um, I was working warehouse jobs at the time, and uh, I had four kids that I raised by myself. We were working about 70, 72 hours a week. I didn't have time to spend with my kids, so I started interviewing with some office jobs, clerical jobs, uh, basically interviewed, didn't even know what audiology was at the time. And uh, the doctor who owned the practice uh, explained it to me. And I thought, you know, I used to produce music and I had never, it had never dawned on me that there were people out there who could not enjoy, you know, music, much less just conversation. And so that kind of, you know, hit me where somewhere that really mattered to me. And I said, okay, I want to take this job. So I took the job, uh, managed the place for several years and ultimately got licensed. And now I can help people here. My wife uh, initially went to school to be a, um, I think she was going to be a speech pathologist. Um, she found out at some point that her own daughter was hearing impaired and that made her, you know, switch her, her major and rest is history. So. Yeah, that's interesting. It um, how does how does what you did before in in music production um, does does that aid you in any way in what you do? Does it, you know? And, and so you mentioned that you know here you're making you're making music and and you you come to this realization that there are people that can't enjoy what you're doing or or what someone else is doing, and and so it inspires you to to make this change. Does it um, does it inform your work in any way now? Uh, to an extent, um, not maybe the way you're thinking, but when when it comes to to programming and adjusting hearing aids, you deal with a lot of digital uh, processing, just like you do when you produce music. Um, but the main thing that that hits me is that I mean, the way it affected me most personally is um, I was one of the people who drove around all the time with the, the loudspeaker system in the car, uh, just blaring, probably, you know, really upsetting the neighbors and all of that. But once I, you know, was educated on the potential for hearing loss for, for both myself and my children, you know, it made me realize, hey, you know, that that's not the way to be. Entertainment is not the is not a, a good <laughs> cause for um, a long term hearing loss. And so 
at that point, about a year into working with the company, you know, I, I turned the volume down. I try to educate other people that that worked around in the industry with me, whether they were recording artists, bands or uh, DJs and just tell them, hey, I know you like it loud, but that's going to cause you problems somewhere down the line and they're going to end up coming to see me, you know. So. So is um, when, when, and so when you're working with somebody that that, you know, has a hearing issue or or potentially is deaf is it um is it a frequency thing that i mean is it can you adjust a frequency and and how does absolutely. that work absolutely okay so everyone who who thinks of the concept of hearing loss they think basically that people cannot hear to a certain level that is only part of the picture for i'm going to say the majority of people with hearing loss the issue is not necessarily the volume that they get it's the, the 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 issue is the clarity and a lot of times clarity comes from certain frequencies so basically let's say you come in and um we measure everything in hertz and kilohertz just like when you're mixing music on an eq you come in and you say you you have a loss of 20 decibels at eight kilohertz i'm just throwing an example out there theoretically and not exactly but theoretically when we fit you with a hearing aid the frequencies where you have the loss to a certain decibel level, that's the same area where we boost. You don't just go across the board and just give someone volume, give them gain. You give them gain where they need it. And for, for the majority of people with hearing loss, that's going to be in your mid to your high frequencies because that's where they get their clarity in conversation. So does that answer your question? It does. It does. Okay. I, and, and so you know, sometimes you have to break things down to me like I'm like I'm two years old. But I, I think the. <laughs> I, I think that's a good thing. You know, a lot of people would, would maybe view that as a, 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 a pitfall, but, um, I, I really like having the, the best understanding of something I can. And that's really interesting. I, um, and so I, I, you know, I had a friend that, that, and so she had a hearing aid and, um, it, um, it was night and day when, when she put them in and I, I just never really understood how it worked. And so you've, you've clarified that. And so absolutely you're, um, you're also a videographer, a YouTuber, and a, a trip taker. You, you took a, a pretty amazing trip, um, and I'm not exactly sure when you took the trip. And so you went to Africa, and I have yes. to wonder what, um, what inspired that trip, and, and where did you go? Okay, well, where I went was a place that's called Nama Village. It is a place that was founded and is run by a couple of my patients actually at the practice. And uh, they had been asking me to come visit to volunteer for several years. Um, at the time, my children, who are all adults now, were uh, they were small and I couldn't really take two weeks or four weeks to go to another country and leave them behind. Plus, I, I didn't have it. I couldn't afford it financially. But basically, they founded a children's home in Arusha, Tanzania. And, you know, you have lots of uh, deaths over there that leave kids basically either not well taken care of or orphaned completely. So these people, in, from the kindness of their heart, take donations um, and founded this organization. My wife and I went over, but we took it a, a step further. Countries like that do not have the same infrastructure and just support base that we do in countries like the U.S., so they informed me that some of the children and even the adults in their community had hearing loss, but it's not like they have hearing aid manufacturers there or audiologists or, or specialists. So what I did is um, 
at my office, we run a trade-in program where if you want to come get something new, your older hearing aids aren't working as well, you can trade them in for value towards a new purchase. We take those trade-in devices, get them reconditioned, and then we donate them. And in this case, we, at that time, we fit about 40 hearing aids during that trip on the children and some of the adults in the city. And um, that's how that came about. It was uh, a lot of work and honestly, a lot more play. <laughs> While we were there, we went on a safari um, three days, got to see a lot of things that I only get to see on TV most of the time. Uh, plan to go back as soon as this whole coronavirus thing is over. So, <laughs> yeah, that um, God, that had to have been an amazing trip. I uh, and so I, I've been to Morocco, Marrakesh, and um, okay, completely different part of the continent, but amazing. It um. It's interesting, you know, I, I, I think um, not just as Americans, but when when you live in a, a specific, you know, city, state, country, continent, whatever you um, you tend to think, um, I think a lot of us tend to think very, very locally versus globally. And so you don't really always understand and think that, well, you know, issues that might be relevant here might be very relevant everywhere to, to, to one degree or another. And um, it's interesting. And so I don't know a lot about that region. And um, I'm curious, you know, about the, the, the population. And, and so did it, was, was there an inordinate amount of, of people with hearing loss there? And, and if so, was, what was the, was there a reason? Well, honestly, we don't know. I have no idea what the population looks like. Um, I can tell you, that let me back up a little bit on my training a lot of people think hearing loss is mainly attributed to um aging that is that is just one factor in it um over i think in the 60s and 70s um this research was done and basically what they determined is industrialized and developed countries like this experience more hearing loss not due to aging because we all age but more to noise exposure Okay. So a lot of the people in places like this, some of the some of the people that we dealt with were like Maasai tribal people who lived on sides of mountains. So they did have hearing loss. But I'm going to say, based off research, they probably had far fewer people or, or a smaller ratio of people with hearing loss there. The thing is, though. In the days um, before we flew over, all they did at the at the facility at Name of Village was put the word out that if someone thought they had hearing loss um, to try to get to the facility while we were there and they came in bus loads, you know, so they definitely have a, a, a hearing impaired um, population there. But again, they just don't have they don't have the the resources to deal with it. I mean, things like even this is a little different, but even things like medicines. When we are ill, we go to the doctor, we get a prescription, we go to the pharmacist and we get the drugs we need. There, places sell the drugs, but they don't really have the doctors that you go to for the prescriptions. In fact, where we have controlled substances here, often they have like, let's say, a nurse or, or whatever else at a facility there. If you need a particular drug to deal with with a particular issue, you can just go pick it up. Um, and it's not because it's that easily accessible. It's just because they don't have the same regulation and, and things like that. It's it's just a different world. It really is a different world. It it opened my eyes on 
as hard as things are in this country to a lot of people, it's got nothing on places like that. Those people, um, they struggle just to to make the bare minimum of, of having food to eat on a daily basis. It's, it's really crazy. You, you mentioned earlier that there was an organization. And so if you send me the link to that, um, okay. when we're done here today, I will, I will make certain that that link goes in the, um, I think your screen was flashing. I um, saw that too. <laughs> uh, I wasn't sure, you know, I'm old. And so I wasn't sure if my, <laughs> you know, my hearing is going. And so it, it's good okay. that we're becoming friends because I, I, I may need you at some point. Absolutely. Um, but and so I wasn't sure if it was just, you know, man, are my eyes going too? That would suck. <laughs> um, now I've got to find well, something. Well, you now see, I've, mine mine went a long time ago, so. Yeah, I, I have to wear my glasses or I can't see anything. Um, but yeah, if you send me that link, I will I will include it. Because, um, you know, anytime there's an opportunity for a, a viewer or a listener to, to, to make an impact, we absolutely like to make that, that possible for them. Um, you know, especially right now, people are, people are, you know, we're reeling from a, a rough, uh, you know, year, year and a half, and um, people are feeling somewhat generous. And so if, if you're feeling generous, we've, we've got right. the thing for you. I um, And so oh, I beautiful. wonder, I, yeah, I, I wonder as, a, as an audiologist, and so I, I um, even with my glasses, man, I'm blind. Um, what, what headphones do you wear? Man, these are just cheap headphones that get me by. Let me see. Uh, just some some cheap, probably like forty dollars Sony's. Okay. I don't record like I used to, so having the best high fidelity everything is not that important. I get that. I um and so mine are mine are I think the the Shure. Okay. SH four forties. I I think is what they are. Um, if it's by 80, Shure, it's good. So they're not bad. Eighty nine bucks. They're a little heavier than I would like them to be. Um, you know, I I just it's it's a lot. And so um, it's interesting. And so when I went to your YouTube channel, um, I don't remember. And so something I was looking for something. And so everything I do, I've I've learned from people like you. And so thank you. Okay. Um. You know, I um, I was looking for something, and I came across your channel. And well, thank um, you for saying that. Um, because the reason I originally founded my YouTube channel, I started it and I've kind of gotten away from that and I want to get back to it is that um, I've helped other, I'm going to say independent music producers set up like home studios and such and learn how to shoot with their cameras and things. But often I get the same questions from these different people trying to learn, hey, how did you do this? How do you do this? And I got to a point where I'm like, you know, it would be great if I gave them a visual and then I could just refer them to that instead of having answered this question like 20 or 30 times so i created the channel and uh you know the rest is is that so well you i i remember that and so i don't remember what i was looking for on your uh, you know on youtube and so i found your channel and whatever it was that i was looking at um you know and it might have been it might have been your light because I, okay. I just I just bought a new light, and so okay. we can talk about those here in a minute. But um, whatever it was, it was it was done well enough, it was thorough enough, it was informative enough that I I went and checked out the rest of your channel. I appreciate that. Yeah, and so then then you know the more you the more you get to dig, um, you know that's when I saw the you know the the videos for Africa, and I was like, 
well, hold on, who is this guy? And, and <laughs> how and why did he take this amazing trip? And so now we know that. Um, there's, um, there, there, there seems to be a little bit of something for, for a lot of people, uh, not necessarily everybody, but there's enough there to, to keep you occupied, um, depending on what your interests are. And so okay. you got, and so I'm not sure when you got the, got the light because I'm not, I'm not certain how old the video is. But you you bought the Godox SL oh, 60 W 60 W. I love that. I love that light. I've got. I don't know if you can see them. Um, let me let me just do it. No, that's fine. Okay, so let's see. You can see one here. Yep. And another here. Actually, hey Google, turn on lights. Okay, so can you see them now? They're lit up. I can. Better? Okay, so basically, I, I love the I love those lights. Um, they are they were affordable. I got mine for like ninety nine bucks at the time. They were they were running a special, so I grabbed three. You say ninety nine? One to a ninety nine bucks. Ninety nine. Oh man, bucks. you're be kidding me. Every time I yeah. try to buy something, it goes off sale. Yeah, right, 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 right. I just bought a new I'm sorry, desk. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're fine. I just bought a new. This is a conversation. We we will absolutely step over each other, okay. and and we're gotcha. gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play tug of war for the spotlight here. Um, gotcha. I got a, I got a new desk, and um, you know this thing was on sale for months, and um, <laughs> yeah, and so I finally was like, you know what, I I I need a desk, and and so this is the one I want. I'm gonna go ahead and buy it. Go to the website. It, it's not on sale anymore. It's $100 more. And then it took two weeks, two weeks, two weeks to do. I'm two weeks. I'm going to keep saying that because two weeks is, is it's ridiculous. It wasn't like it, it came from another country. It was, you know, a few states away, two weeks. So I got the desk. Um, but I, and so that had to have been it. It was the, it was the Godox, um, SL 60 watt. And, um, I was interested in those lights. And so in the reviews, um, I've, I've heard glowing reports. The one thing that I heard that, that, that bothered me was that there was fan noise, fan noise. Do you, do you get that? Yeah. Actually, I don't. And I think that, I think that has something to do maybe with quality control. Cause I see a lot of complaints about that online, but I had three and none of them make pretty much any noise. So I was lucky, I guess. That's weird. I know. I think I might have seen it and, and don't quote me on this cause you know, Again, I'm old. You know, I can't hear. I can't see. And now my memory is going. It almost seems like there there might have been some type of some update or new version or or is something that maybe maybe did something to regulate the fan that, noise. That would make sense. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I um and so I I just got a new light. I got the um, Godox VL150. Um, okay. And I got it because it doesn't have fan noise. And um, <laughs> right. This is, this is, and so this is the new studio. This is the absolute first time that I've, I've shot with, okay. with, I like, I like the lighting. So thank you. Thank you. And so, you know, what's interesting is, um, I know nothing about lighting. I know nothing about video, nothing about audio at all, zero. And, um, and so this is kind of, you know, not to steal the spotlight here. I told you we would, we would fight over this. Um, okay. 
I, I decided I wanted to do a podcast. I, I wanted to do a YouTube channel. I wanted to do all these things, grandiose plans. I had no idea how to do any of it. So I, I went to YouTube and I thought, you know, I, a couple of years ago, I, I fixed my dishwasher, you know, watching a YouTube video. And right. I thought, you know, if I can fix my dishwasher, I bet you I could learn how to, to do what these guys do. Absolutely. And, um, and so that's what you guys have done. And I, I don't know, I don't know if, if you, for instance, you, you know, understand the impact that you potentially have in, in someone's life. Um, and so I, I've bought equipment based on, on someone's review. Um, I've, I've do everything I do based on what someone else's experience is. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you hope that the experience that you're that you're seeing, that you're hearing, that you're being told, you're hoping that it's 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 accurate. And and I I think the biggest factor for someone like me isn't the the you know hey which light to buy or or which audio interface to use or any of these things. It's how to do it once you have it, how to actually right. utilize it. Right, right, and, right. And that that is that's the challenge, and that's where you know what's interesting is I I think people feel like. You know, because I felt like this, that I can go on YouTube, I can watch a video or two, and then I can do what you do. Mm -hmm. um, it's almost like we're, we're, we're looking for this, this secret of this is, this is the result. You don't have to put in any work. You know, just buy this, buy that, and, and you're done. And, and that's not the way it works. You, not, you no. have to learn how to use it. And so I'm curious... You um and so you did a studio a studio review um a while back and so I watched that I've watched a lot of your videos. Well, and, thank and you. Yeah, you. But it's if you have good content, I am going to watch. And so you have um you have some pretty impressive equipment and you clearly know how to use it. Did you? Are you self taught? How did you? How did you learn to do all the things well, you I'm, do? Well, I'm self taught, and like you, I'm YouTube taught. Um. I used to read books in the library. I learned to Google search before anybody else learned it. You know, um, <laughs> people would come to me and say, Hey, how do I do this? And I would research it on Google. And then, you know, Google bought YouTube and that just opened up the gates for me. Um, I'm in no way an expert. I and mean, you can probably tell that how I fumble around on my channel, but if I can learn it or if it can be <clears> learned, <throat> I can learn it. Um, and I'm, it's still a work in progress. In fact, I'm about to do another studio video probably sometime after tomorrow because I'm waiting on one more piece. But um, I'm self-taught. I, I do just like you. I go through different channels trying to figure out how do I get this particular look? Oh, soft lighting. What's soft lighting? How do you get soft lighting? A diffuser. What's that? And such. And um, I'm at a point in my life now where I have the extra cash flow where I can spend a little money and, and, and take a chance on, you know, learning hands on. And if it doesn't work, I resell it. My wife would tell you, um, she's the only person to return stuff to Amazon more than I do. But, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I think I told her, I think she returns more stuff than she orders. But anyway, um, I, um, Lighting is is the big key. A photographer told me that a long time ago, and it has been the the single most important piece of information ever given to me. Um, it's just, I mean, here my studio, I have probably, gosh, I don't know, 20, 25 different lights here to get the look that I want. Oh, and that's one thing you touched on earlier that I wanted to say. 
one thing that I have not liked about my channel is that a lot of my videos, they're they're brief and they just talk about I got this piece of gear, blah, blah, blah. I never wanted to be the gear guy because um, like you say, you say purchasing the gear doesn't tell you how to get the result that you want. I want to be more of the guy like you say, I've got this gear, so how do I use it? And that was my original reason for starting a channel. And that's what I want to get back to. So all I've been doing over this whole pandemic thing is buying stuff, selling stuff, figuring out what works for me. And I pretty much have it figured out. So now my my goal is to get back into showing people from the basics to pretty much everything I learned, how to actually use the lights, how to set them up, how to use the cameras and such. So I, I, I actually would really appreciate that. I um And so I'm really happy with what I have right now. In my and opinion, your look right now is better than my look. So, you know, I commend you on that. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's, um, yeah, I'll tell you. And so the funniest thing, and so I want, I wanted to show you this, this is, this is my, my phone, um, iPhone 11 pro max. Okay. And so this, if you go and have you looked at my channel? I only looked at it when you left the comment. I looked at a few, a couple of little videos. Okay. So before um, then, I, I mean, I, I didn't know you existed before then. Right, right. That's the thing is, <laughs> is, you know, in, until you're, you know, Peter McKinnon or somebody, nobody knows that you, that right, you exist. Right. And so my, it's funny. I, I, and so I've done this setup where it's, it's video. And so I use Ecamm live, um, okay. as you know, because I sent you the link. But, um, what's funny is, um, I was using, so I was using my camera or my, the camera on my phone and, and not even the camera on my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, Ecamm has this thing where you can, you know, you can set your phone up on a tripod and I have a tripod right here in front of me. Same one I used for my phone, just with a little attachment. Right. And, and so you, you plug it in, you set it up and, and you know, the native camera looks not bad. Um, right. Filmic pro, not bad. And, Filmic but I pro, took, yeah. yeah, I took the easy route. I used um, I used Epoch Cam, and let me tell you, it um, it was ugly. It was grainy. Um, just didn't even with lighting, it just didn't look great. Now is that an app, Epoch Cam? I'm not familiar with that. It is. Okay. And um, and so you can get it um, on the on the on the Apple App Store. I, I think it potentially. I'm not sure if it if it works with Android. Um, it probably okay. does. It, and so it was recently acquired by. Um, Elgato. And so, um, I thought, well, you know, they make, they make fairly good products. You know, I've, yeah, I've, Elgato I've, makes good products. Right. And so I thought, you know, and so I've got a, I've got a, what is it called? The, um, the Elgato, um, key light air is actually setting over here and I've got a setting really low. So that's, what's kind of given me that just a little bit of light over there. Okay. And then I have the, I have the Godox VL150 with, uh, I don't remember what the softbox is, but it's the it's 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 kind of it's the one that's similar to the um, Aperture Mini. Okay, it looks good. Thank you. And so, but I was using I was using the Epoch Cam, and um, it just looked horrible. But what was funny is I was talking to other YouTubers, and my side of the video looked better than theirs. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Right. Try a little harder, man. I'm, I look up to you. I, I'm, you know, you. And so some of them I've, I've, I've talked to are people that, you know, if I want to know about a microphone or if I want to know about, you know, a piece of equipment, they are people that, that I maybe I've subscribed to for a while or I started to, to follow because, you know, they had something of interest to me. And I thought, man, step up your game. 
Um, right, you yeah. come on my show. You're looking <laughs> terrible. Um, hair's not done. Sorry, I, I have a, I just washed my hair, so I have a. This is that's awesome. Me see. Yeah, so that's funny. I, my, um, my sons and I are doing a photo shoot soon, and either what, my wife or my daughter are gonna shoot it, and uh, so we have to get our hair did, as they say. What my sons what, and I? What is? <laughs> What is the photo shoot? Gonna, is it so? Is it gonna it's be a family thing? It's just my sons and I dressing up, looking good for a change. It's it's just like um, like I told you when it was my kids, the four of us, and and the four of them and me. Man, we had no money. We were living off forty grand a year um, for several years. We were just broke, so I couldn't really just spend money on fancy clothes and things like that, or uh, photo shoots and things like that, or trips. We, we only went on vacation twice their whole youth, you know, but, you know, now that where I am now, I want to go out and do some things, you know, I actually I want to send them to Africa, you know, for a trip. Um, I went out to a, a suit place and bought myself and my son's suits last week. So, you know, you'll see it on the channel in a few weeks, maybe nice. uh, our hair will be nice. You know, we'll be freshly shaved and all that good stuff. But uh, it's just a shoot to enjoy looking good with my kids, you know. That's awesome, man. It's um, it's funny, you know. Um, you, people don't think about that. They don't think about, you know, economic inequality. And so, you know, I, um, you know, I, I and so I grew up not, you know, we were not wealthy at all, and, right. and it was rough, you know. Um, single parent, um, a mother, and you know, she works and she does what she can. And, and, and until you're an adult, you don't, you don't understand, you don't appreciate the, the financial dynamic. And, um, and so my kids can say, can attest to that right there. Oh, of course you they just can. Said. They, they, they absolutely <laughs> will. And, and, you know, the thing is, is, um, if you're lucky, if they're lucky, um, you know, they, they learn from it, they appreciate it. They, they understand the, um, it gives you a better understanding, I think, of, of what, um, when adulthood arrives, I, I think a lot of people um, can be a little freaked out and shell-shocked and like, oh shit, I didn't realize yeah, it was yeah. going to be like this. Why is it mm -hmm. like this? And they don't realize it was like this for your parents. It was like this for my parents. Right. I can and give you an example of the exact point where the light bulb went on for my oldest, my daughter. I, have, I had two daughters and two sons. Um, they were used to me taking them to do things for birthdays at one point, taking their friends. So, um, my oldest started working. She was 16 or 17 at the time. And, uh, she decided she was going to take the family out for my birthday. And I told her, no, that that's cool. You don't have to cover that. Cause it was my four kids, me and my daughter's boyfriend at the time, who is now her husband. And, um, we went to, I mean, it wasn't even an expensive place. It was like an Applebee's or something like that. And uh, when she saw the the, che the check, <laughs> she was like, wow. And so I was like, what's wrong? And she's like, is this how much food costs? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's how much it costs, kid. Every time we go out to eat, that's what we're spending, you know. Exactly. So, yeah, until you, until you have those responsibilities of adulthood, you don't get it. And so you, you want to you want to send your kids to to Africa? I, any place in particular? Do you want them to go where you went, or I want them to volunteer? Okay. Um, they they uh, they haven't done it in a while, but when they were younger, we also volunteered for like the Salvation Army to uh, feed the the less fortunate and things. We did that for about five or six years, but um, 
I want to take I want to send them there so that they can have the experience of of the other country for one, but also so they can see to help these children, help these people, but just so they can have a greater come back with a greater appreciation of, of what they've been blessed with, what they're fortunate to have, you know. Because I mean, people complain all the time, and I'm not I'm not taking away from anybody's struggles because we were poor when I grew up, you know. Uh, with my kids, we didn't have a lot, so I understand, and I'm not discounting that at all. But as bad as we've had it, as I was saying, it's nothing like people who have to wake up and go cut stuff out of a field to eat and and sell just so they can. I mean, it, it's ridiculous how crazy it is, and you're you're probably aware of it, but until you see it with your own eyes, you really have no clue. It's just words on a piece of paper or just things you hear, but you, you have to see how people live to, to really appreciate what you have. You know, I agree. It's, um, it's really eye opening to, to visit another, another culture, another people and, um, to get to know them firsthand, get to know what their, what their challenges are, what their, you know, what things they overcome, what their achievements are. But also, right. I, I think to 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 recognize and notice the the beauty within that, um, you know. And so, you know, er, earlier you mentioned, you know, the Maasai tribe, and um, you know, I think for a lot of people, that's a that's a, a very mysterious, romanticized thing. And um, right, you know, and I, and I and, and so unless you you know get to experience that, and most of us experience that you know, in a magazine or, or in a documentary of some sort or, or, exactly. or possibly in a book. And so you're, you're, you're looking at this firsthand, full-on visual interaction. Um, that had to be unbelievable. It was, it was interesting. Um, I, I've never eaten goat in my life until I went to Tanzania and I ate it twice while I was there. <laughs> and um, there was one was near the mountains with, with the tribe. Um, I was all, also almost fed mouse by the the Hadzabi, which is a totally different tribe. Um, it, it's it's really different. In fact, when I was there, um, the my mother was. This is kind of kind of off topic, but my mother was just terrified because she heard all of these stories about crime in Africa, and I'm like, you know, Africa is a huge continent. There's crime in the U.S. too, but she was just nervous. Um, and so she was just worried we we're going to get murdered or robbed or anything like that. And I told her when I came back, the only thing I saw that scared me the whole time I was in Arusha was traffic because they the roads are terrible for one. But traffic laws are just suggestions there, especially if you're on a motorcycle. They don't stop at red lights. They don't stop at stop signs. And I never saw anybody angry with anyone else. I, I never saw anyone uh, push through someone in a rude way. And we were there two weeks this time, that time. And uh, it's it was just different. And I'm not saying like their culture is any way better than ours. It's just different, you know. Um, it's just different people. I can tell that they, here's, here's an example of, of how, how humble these people are. One of the ladies that we went, we went to her home, which she, her, her home was literally a mud hut. We went to her home to deliver a uh, a baby stroller to her. Her son was a uh, special needs. He couldn't walk. She was used to walking to the market with her. I want to say he's three or four years old on her back every day. That's just so she could feed him and her mother and her brother in their hut. Um, so we go in. 
we give her the stroller. It's 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 a pretty nice stroller, probably like a two or three hundred dollar stroller here. We show her how to unfold it, how to use it. She thanks us. Her mother tells us to to give a uh, show some appreciation. So she comes in and she has they call them ground. Um, they call them ground nuts, which were peanuts. And uh, they gave us they 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 cooked them and brought them to us. So we're sitting there. We're eating them or whatever while we're talking to them. And uh, some of them speak English and some of them require translation. But um, at some point, one of the people, the guy that was with us said, um, I wonder what she's going to do about their meal tonight. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, that was all the food that family had. And I'm like, what? <laughs> wow. We gave them a stroller for her, for her child so that she could get to work and back and feed her family. And she gave us all of their family's food and nobody in the family you know, batted an eye about it. And I'm like, that is, that's, that's humility right there. And that's appreciation right there. And, um, I just, I haven't seen anything like that before. You know, people say thank you, but they gave us all of their food, not some of it, all of their food. And after we found out, we were like, oh, we really don't want this. But on the flip side of it, it would be sort of disrespectful to deny it and tell them, no, we, we, we don't want this, you know, but it's, it, it was pretty crazy, pretty yeah. eye opening. Yeah, it's it's funny. I um you know, I've had this epiphany recently and, and you reinforced it right there with um you know, the thing is is I, I think it's really important to to enter into, you know, relationships, environments, um situations, whatever, um without without ideas of of of, of placing definitions or, or preconceptions. It um hmm. I think it's really important to enter into, especially interactions with people, um, the curiosity of a child, you know, um, instead of assuming or, or declaring or, or deciding that, you know, this is the situation, um, if, if you just go in with questions and, and curiosity, um, you, you, you will learn how, how truly amazing and, 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 you know, generous and humble and people can be, it's just unbelievable. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you, you almost ate a mouse. Um, I, I, <laughs> no, think, I didn't almost eat it. They, they tried <laughs> to get us to, but I, no. <laughs> I think that for me would have been like the scariest part. And so in Morocco, they have the same thing. And so were, were there a lot of, mo you, you, you mentioned motorcycles. Were there a lot of mopeds too? Like weird looking mopeds? Tons, tons. No, yeah. no, let me back up on the mouse thing. Uh -huh. I could eat a mouse. It was the preparation that I was worried about, but <laughs> okay. So um motorcycles that's hold, hold like, on hold on how did yes, they prepare sir, yes, the mouse how did they prepare the mouse because i i need some I'm clarity saying. here they they killed the mouse in a fit they were actually uh hunting for um i want to say birds and maybe baboons at the air and they, and they tell you when you go on these safaris do not eat the baboon because you know they can carry disease and stuff like that that can you know transfer to humans but uh, they couldn't find any large game, so they did. They did kill some type of antelope-looking animal. But anyway, I'd eat that. my wife had some of that. Yeah, exactly. I bet it was good. But they they killed the mouse. We stood up, um, stood under this big. I want to say I think it's called the baboa tree. It's they're huge trees, and um, they just started a fire. You know, like they see, like you see on uh, the old shows where they show people out in the wilderness with a stick. They made the fire like that. And they just cooked the mouse over the fire and 
tried to hand me a piece and I'm like, I'm good, man. I'm good. Okay. You, uh, <laughs> so a couple of things in your language. I'm, I, and so this is where we talk about the curiosity of a child. We're going to revisit uh-huh. that. Yes, sir. I, yes, sir. And, and, and so you're between your language and, and my imagination. Um, so we're, we're hunting. So there's the antelope. Your wife eats a piece of that. I'm assuming mm-hmm. it was probably delicious. And, and so then there's this fire and there's this mouse and there's this offering of the mouse. And so along the way, um, my mind is not allowing for the, tr- the transition. What did they kill okay. the mouse with? How, how do you, how, how they, these guys are amazing. Um, they make their own bows and arrows. Um, and actually the bow, the, the bow and arrow that they used or the arrows that they used at the time were actually, um, made by the Datoga tribe and the Datoga tribe. I'll have to um, give you a, a link to my Instagram page because I've got some of the videos of these different tribes. So I'm, you'll, you'll get yeah, a visual. I, I follow you on Instagram. OK, OK. So the Datoga tribe, what they do is they find um, just scraps from cars or hubcaps and stuff throughout wherever, and they melt them down and they make weapons out of them. They make arrowheads out of them or even construction nails. They make arrows from construction nails. This becomes currency between the tribes. If a tribe is in a place where they don't have access to metals like that, they trade maybe beads or clothing for these arrowheads and this weaponry or jewelry. So the Hadzabi got arrows from the Datoga, arrowheads, made arrows from them and they just i mean and they're 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 very accurate they uh they did a, a demonstration of us for us shooting a target at about it was was maybe 20 25 yards but they're very accurate um we're following them through these i don't even know what to call it what they call it there but i'm just going to say planes and um they're seeing animals they're it's, putting sticks in holes to drop to to drive animals out a mouse runs out the guy shoots him with an arrow i mean it was really really that simple um it was amazing to see because people still live like this we don't live like that we go to the supermarket you know but um they they killed the mouse and actually gave me the opportunity to help make the fire i sucked at that so i think they probably laughed at me when i left but um um they made the fire they prepared it and we moved on to the next part of the safari that's that's one one tribe that i i do hope to go see again the hadzabi they're they're very interesting there if you ever watch um some of the shows like uh, wild kingdom i mean i don't even know if that's on i know it was on when i was a kid mutual but, Omaha. Uh, they, we were talking about exactly. that this morning okay yeah so you know and they have the the tribes that speak with clicks yeah, that's who the Hadzabi. They're they're a tribe like that, and I don't, I can't understand it. But it's just a bunch of clicks and stuff, and they would talk like that back and forth, and then someone else would translate for us. Actually, someone from the, uh, uh, we we dealt with four or five different tribes while we were there. I can't remember the one that that translated for us, but that's it's awesome. A bunch of clicks, and it's a, were, it's a full language. They were saying, hey. We're gonna get this guy to eat a mouse. Watch this. <laughs> um, hey, and they they, they actually <laughs> like technology. I can tell you that because I took videos of them, and then I turned my camera over to the chief, and I hit the play for him. And man, they had a field day with that. It was amazing. Too. Now I'm sure they've seen cameras before, but I'm not sure how often they've been able to hold them. And I became the chief's best friend then. So, hey, they're probably probably better at it than I am. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's the thing is you, um, and so if you, you know, you were talking about Mutual of Omaha, and, and mm-hmm. so that's, you know, God, you must be like close to my age. Um, we, I'm 48. So we, okay, yeah, I'm 50. And so okay, we, were, cool. we were talking about that this morning because last night we're out of dog food, realizing, man, we need dog food for in the morning, and there is none. And so, you know, someone went to the store, came back, and, and so it, it, the son, and so he gets, um, he gets gravy train and, and laughs. He thinks it's funny. Um, I, I don't know why, but um, yeah. And the so, commercials, I don't know. Well, yeah. And that's well, the, the thing. Old he, commercials. Right. He doesn't know those. He's, uh, he I think has, he's okay. 22, 21, 22. Okay, and so okay. he, 22, he doesn't know. He doesn't know the commercial. He doesn't know, you know, who who Marlon Perkins is. He doesn't know uh-huh. any of this. You know, he's a kid. Yeah. And um, you and I, we we know. And so we mm-hmm. were talking about the Chuck Wagon commercial and with the with the gravy train. And um, totally lost my train of thought, but that was interesting. Okay, and so here's part two. And so there's a part two to my my curiosity with the mouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've we've gone through the idea that. You know, it was killed with a bow, with an arrow, with a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, they they make it, and so you know, we send our refuse to our all of our recycling. I think goes to China and just sets there. And these people are doing stuff with theirs. Right, um, right. Yeah, man, that sucks. I wish we were. Anyway, um, and so then there's this fire, and what's interesting to me is so there's a bow and arrow, there's a mouse, there's a fire. And, and so the idea that, hey, you can help us build this fire for this mouse. My question, the obvious question is, how big is this mouse? Because, you know, it mice here. It was a here, tiny mouse. It was like they couldn't kill anything else because they couldn't find anything else. But they wanted to give us something. <laughs> so it was a mouse. And it was tiny. I mean, it wasn't. It could easily fit into my hand and I could ball my hand up and you wouldn't see it. It was tiny. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I wonder. I probably good um and I, I mean i guess it's it's sustenance is like it's something to eat so yeah, not I, much but i know i have and so earlier you said you had never i have eaten goat did they did they bury it in the ground like wrap it in burlap or or, or leaves or spit? the first time i had it it was um with the maasai and i'm not sure how they prepared it they just cooked it and then called us all over to eat the second time was actually at the compound at name of village. And that was prepared in a beautiful kitchen. I mean, it's just, on the compound. They have Wi-Fi. They have solar panels. They have their own water system, which they share with the community. Um, they, they've got a farm on there. They've got I mean, they have everything on the compound electricity. But right outside the compound walls, um, you got mud huts, you know, but in the compound, they have a huge kitchen because they have probably 50 to 70 children at, at one time at any given time that they have to feed. Plus, they have to feed all of the the uh, the groundskeepers and the women who take care of the kids. And I say women because it's almost it's like 99 percent women who take care of the children. Um, So their cook there, who's an awesome cook, made some of the best food I've ever had. He prepared the goat there and he prepared it with. um. I don't know what it was. It, it tasted like kale, but it tasted like really, really delicious kale. And uh, it, everything was good. If you if you want to want to eat some traditional African food, go to name a village and ask for their cook because the guy knows what he's doing. You know, that was that sounds amazing. And so I um, 
I, I've had goat. It was, I think it was buried in the ground, wrapped in burlap or something in, in just like slow roasted, kind of like you, you, you would a pig, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, um, and, and I've had it like once in my life and it was, it was okay. It was a little stringy for me. Um, yeah, that it is stringy. That's funny. And so, you know, you, you realize I, I'm, I am hoping to go viral with the idea that, Hey, YouTuber eat, almost eats a mouse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. If, if it was that easy, then I'd be posting it myself. So wouldn't it be, <laughs> um, it's funny, you know, I, um, and so I look at, I look at some of your footage from Africa and just blown away. And I think, man, I just wish it was better. When I go back, I'm prepared this time. I'll be prepared that time. So maybe, maybe the, maybe the chief will teach you, it, it, maybe the chief will teach you some things. <laughs> oh, let me tell you that this is interesting. Okay. This was with the Maasai. When I shot, did you see the dance video, the tradition? I did. I'm going to wait till it comes back up. Okay. So um, when I'm shooting the video, one of the tribesmen comes over and he says, because um, two or three of them spoke English, he comes over and he says, where, um, when can I pick up this video? And I said, um, well, how do I get it to you? And he said, can you put it on a DVD? And these guys live on the side of a mountain with no electricity. And I said, uh, I don't know if anyone at the compound has DVDs, but I will check. And I said, but what if they don't have a DVD? How can I get it to you? Because it was footage of them. They invited me to shoot whatever. I wanted to get it to them. And so one of the other guys comes up and he says, YouTube. Again, these guys live on the side of a mountain with no electricity. And he says, YouTube. And so I start laughing, like, seriously? And I was like, wait a minute. How many of you guys speak English? And there are about 20 of them there. He says three of us. And I said, how many of them know about YouTube? And he was like, all of us. And I was like, well, how do you know about YouTube? Here's the thing. They have social media. They have uh, YouTube. Um, they have Gmail accounts, whatever. They have cell phones, but they don't have electricity. So what they do is there's a whole uh, market in that area where you drive into the cities and you just go to a place and you pay so many, uh, I can't remember if it's ruples or what their, their currency is, but you pay and they give you so many minutes to charge up your phone. They charge up their phones and then they go back out to their villages and they they use their phones you know, sparingly so that the batteries last. But when the batteries die, if they don't have a swappable battery, they go back to the city. And this is usually on foot, you know, several kilometers. And that just amazed me that these guys in the middle of nowhere with no electricity they have facebook's and stuff like that you know it's pretty crazy that is crazy and it's funny yeah. you know because you think um you know here we we you know even even you know uh, people here are pretty entitled and uh um, absolutely you know i i kind of need my creature comfort comforts i'm i'm absolutely. i'm i can be a little spoiled and um you know, but the thing is, is I think on the flip side, I think we're so tied to to technology, to our phones, to to social media, to so many things that, you know, I wonder how 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 far would I go to to charge my phone? Um, right, I understand. You know, I I think absolutely in the in a similar situation, um, you know, I might I might go somewhere and charge my phone. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, I've, I've, you know, and so I went to the Apple store, I don't know, it's been about a year and a half ago and, you know, there are like four or five people in there just hanging out, charging their phones. Uh-huh. Exactly. You know? mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's funny, you know, I, um, 
I see, I see videos and sometimes I see a video and I'm like, you know, the thumbnail looks amazing. And, and, you know, the, the, the description of the video and you're like, oh yeah, this is exactly what I'm looking for. And mm. then it is in a language that I cannot understand. And I'm like, mm. oh, you gotta be kidding me. And, and it doesn't, and, and that goes back to what we were talking about at the very beginning that, you know, we, we sometimes live in this vacuum where we don't, we don't live globally. We don't think globally. Mm-hmm. And, and so we don't think about, you know, the idea that similar things are very on, you know, dissimilar things, you know, exist, you know, outside of, of our cocoon, our, our environment. And right. um, it's funny, you know, it, um, you know, I can, so I can see these guys, you know, they're, they're wandering around with the mouse and, and an iPhone, you know, got the, got, got the latest iPhone. It's um, crazy. Yeah. yeah it's, it's awesome though. And, and so I think, um, and I think everybody should have the opportunity to, to explore technology to, you know, YouTube and, and Facebook, Instagram, um, you know, social media and the internet in and of itself is, is in one way, very amazing. And, and exactly. Because it gives us an opportunity to to connect in a way, you know, that's new and different, and um, to to you know, you know, I, I will probably never stand, you know, um, in in front of a, a tribe of Maasai, and and so I can I can visit, you know, th- through your video, and and so it'll Makes be sense. really right. But what will be really interesting now, because now I have to go back and watch all of these videos, and let my imagination work and let me try to, to, you know, place people in situations and say, okay, this is, this is the guy that was like, Hey, we're going to get this guy to eat a mouse. And, and this <laughs> is the guy that, you know, speaks English and, you know, he's got the new iPhone and, and, you know, mm-hmm. walks eight miles to charge it, but he follows you on YouTube. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, um, it's amazing. And so it's, 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 man, this has been a really good conversation with you because I've, I've learned a lot about you. I've learned a lot about a different culture and, um, uh, turns out you can eat a mouse. Yeah, um, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> you know? And so what are, what are your plans going forward? And, and so you, you talked a little bit about the potential of, um, you know, doing more on YouTube. Um, you've, you've got a thriving career. What, um, what is the plan overall? Well, I um, coming from a musical background, I used to have a production company, primarily rap artists, um, R&B artists as well. But um, one thing I've, I've been wanting to do, which I've built the site and I'm about to start promoting it and such, is something I found being a rap artist when we were trying to perform at different venues, when we were trying to get sponsorships, just work with other people in the business world. People are are kind of they shy away from rap artists just because of the whole, you know, reputation, just like they probably shy away from certain types of maybe the heavier rock artists and such. So basically, it's 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 difficult to find people that will that will work with you. For instance, shooting videos Um, before we knew how to shoot videos, if we needed to find someone who shot videos, and it wasn't even a matter of them not liking the music and such. They just wouldn't work with us because as soon as they found out we work with rapper hip hop, oh no, we don't want anything to work with you. People automatically assume all the negatives. Anyway, I built this site that's basically for independent um, rap artists and independent 
uh, rap related videographers. A lot of people like that I follow on YouTube, like the uh, the YC images, uh, the Cottons, uh, Chris Cotton, um, Creative Ryan, things like that. People like that. And um, oh, I, I got to say Royal Zed, too, because he's been really cool with me. He's actually talked to me about building the site. He's up in Canada anyway. Um, the site is sort of like a SoundCloud that also supports video. And the idea is that I'm going to start in Texas and Central Texas, get a bunch of artists and videographers, videographers signed up. So when artists in this genre want to find other people to collaborate with or other people to shoot their videos or artists that they can shoot videos for, instead of concerning yourself with finding a bunch of people who don't want to work with you, you can do zip code radius searches for other artists who are on the site right there. Listen to their music, look at their work, contact them, decide if you want to collaborate on something. So that's pretty much what I'm doing on that side. I'm tying it all together with my channel because a lot of what I shoot is in relation to shooting music videos. I'm still going to do like the BTS of model shoots. I'm still going to do some of my some of my personal vlogging things, but I'm going to start gearing it a lot towards uh, video, music, video production, lighting for it, camera settings and tying it into the site at the same time. So that's, that's the big picture of things, the big scheme of things. Okay. Yeah. I, um, you know, it's funny. Um, I get that. And so the, you know, some people maybe so you don't want to work with a rapper. You don't want to work with the heavy metal guys. Um, mm -hmm, exactly. You know, and, and I get that. It's funny. My, um, my my biggest supporter of of my my podcast my channel everything that i do creative is 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 a former guest and and so he's a rapper and okay. um it was really interesting the very first time that 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 i sat down to talk to him and so everything has been done remote because of pandemic and and right. plus this is a really tiny studio um but what 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 got me with him um is you know and so first of all we recorded it was like two o'clock in the morning and um so he's he's got a job man like he's he's like everybody else man you know <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. you're hungry you want to do this but you know the way you buy equipment and the way you you know produce an album and uh, none of this is free it's all expensive and so yeah. you work and and you save and and the eventuality is you you at least realize that part of your dream and so he's he's working until like midnight one o'clock and, and so we, we finally sit down and, and record and it's like one clock two I think we, it was a little after two we got done. But what hit me with him was how incredibly humble he was. And, um, and the whole time I'm having the conversation with him, I'm thinking, you know, cause I've watched the video. Um, I've listened to the music and I'm just thinking this guy's incredibly talented. And, um, and I'm thinking, man, does, does he get how talented he is? Um, huh, does he right. does he really understand? And and he does, but he's very humble about it. But um, I I think the thing is is people don't um, you know as a creator, whether you're an artist, a musician, uh, a videographer, uh, a filmmaker, whoever it is you are. Um, I think the reward for me is when somebody likes what I've done, absolutely um, enough to interact in some way, and. Um, you know, and that's when you know you've done well is when someone says, you know, gives you a thumbs up or, or a pat on the back. And so, you know, yeah. th this guy and I have, we've actually formed a, a really strong friendship. And, and so he actually just picked up a microphone. He had a, he had a microphone that was not great. 
And, um, and so I actually, he, he's got my SM7B, okay. which is a really good microphone, uh, but it wasn't for me. But I thought, man, you know, if I'm going to get rid of this, I'd really like to go to somebody that I really like and, <laughs> and that, you know, is going to be able to really get something out of it. And, and so he took it home, he, he sets it up and immediately gets a hold of me and he's like, hey, he's like, I set the mic up recorded a little bit and he's like it needs almost no processing and i was like wow okay yeah so he's really he's really happy with it but um that goes back to what we were talking about earlier about you know we enter into things if we enter into things like uh, like you know with the mind of a child um you know there's questions and and it's not automatically (laughs) this is who you are Mm -hmm. um it's it's you know hey who are you um, tell me about yourself. Tell me right, about right. who you are and what you do. And that's what makes this this interesting for me and potentially, you know, hopefully for my listeners is that I, I get to sit down with somebody. And so I learned so much about you today that that I never would have known just viewing your videos. And so I don't, um, you know, I can't watch your video and determine, you know, why you went to Africa or mm-hmm. what it meant. Absolutely. Or, yeah. I had no idea until I think what was it yesterday that you were an audio audiologist, and so, and see and I, that's partly as a result of me not giving people that information, and and that's something I need to work on. I've started to actually write outlines so I can actually put down what I'm doing and why, you know. So, a lot of things are a lot of things are private and just not everybody's business, um, you know. And the thing is, I and and I think I think too. Um, you know, there's so much that, you know, when, when people are on YouTube, when I'm on YouTube, and, mm-hmm. and so you hear this all the time, if you go and watch all the, you know, become a YouTuber, new YouTuber videos, all this sort of stuff, you know, the thing they tell you is get to the point, do the, you know, everything is super right. serious. Right, and, right. um, you know, here's the thing is, 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 is in a, in a way, I absolutely agree. I think that if, if I want to know about the Godox SL60, um, I want to know about the light. I don't want to know about everything else. I want to know about the light. I want right, to know about right. it. I want to know what it costs. I want to see how it's set up. I want to see how it looks. Um, you know, all that sort of thing. Um, what's really interesting to me with stuff like that too, is like when I sit down and talk to somebody, I go through, especially when they're a reviewer, man, if you're a reviewer and, and I get a hold of you and say, Hey, can we sit down and talk? Please know that mm-hmm. I'm going to go, I'm going to look at your reviews. And, and if you're trying to sell me something on your channel, you better be using it. You better still right. have it. Right, or, or, right. If you, or if you don't, and that's fine if you don't, um, you better have upgraded. Um, right, right. You know, I agree um, with that. Don't, yeah, don't, don't try to sell me something that you don't use. That's not cool. I don't dig that. Um, but, um, and I totally lost my train of thought where I was going. I do that. I'm well, you old, mentioned man. something earlier about how um, I guess having an appreciation of other people appreciating what you're doing. That is something that I, I can feel. Um, my channel's not large, but that doesn't matter. The people you're not helping, that really doesn't matter. It's the, it's the people that you are helping. And so even when people just leave comments that say things like, hey, this video about that backdrop of these lights, that really helped me. It helped me decide. Um, that, that feedback, people don't, may not realize those types of comments that really, that really helps keep you, keep you driven on doing what you're doing. Um, cause I'm not doing any of this for the money. Uh, making some money is nice, but I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it really because 
I've learned something. I'm sharing it and hopefully other people can learn from it. I mean, I've got one video on the M50 where I um, show a, a quick release mount you can put on the bottom of it so that you can still access the battery without taking the mount off, the, the plate off. And so many people have contacted me and said, hey, that saved me a lot of frustration. A guy just last weekend at a shoot told me the same thing. And I can appreciate that because I searched for weeks until I found that piece. And now they don't have to if they find my video. Um, another example, it's like back when I was doing music. Never been a big like recording artist, but. At one of our album release parties, I'm walking up to the to the crowd that's that's in the line and they're waiting to get into our show. And somebody points at me and says, hey, that's Moni Johnson. And I was like, OK, this is MySpace days. I'm like, OK, they've seen me on MySpace. And so I said kind of sarcastically, you know who I am, blah, blah, blah. And uh, they were like, of course, I know who you are. And one of them starts singing one of my songs from my first album. <laughs> and so which, you know, which was was old, had come out four years before. And as they started singing, two other people started singing it, too. And it just hit me like, wow, people actually know my music. They, they appreciated it enough to where they learned the lyrics and the, and the melody. And uh, that, that just made me feel good. And it's the same way whenever you see re, uh, positive reinforcement through YouTube comments. You know, if people like what you're doing, they should be liking your videos. They should be commenting. Because um, it's not just because it helps you with the algorithm. It helps you stay in the state of mind to say, hey, what I'm doing matters to people, you know? I agree. It. Um... You know, and so what you hear, you, uh, you know, the advice that you always get is, you know, um, you, you know, you're doing, make the content, it's got to be good, it's got to be this, it's got to be that, and, and you're doing it for the viewer, and, and, you know, they're giving you their time, and so you owe. I, I think it's a two-way street. I think that, um, I think if you regularly view someone's videos, view their work, interact with their work, if you have an opportunity to, you know, if, if I talk to an artist and, um, you know, I actually, I, and so uh, a, a band that I spoke to um, from the UK, they, they dropped an, uh, an album at midnight last night. And, um, okay. and so the first thing this morning, I, you know, I got up at 7 a.m. and listened to the album, the entire okay. album. Okay. Um, because I like them. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, I like them. Um, they, right. were, they were incredible guys, young and, and just super cool and, and just really, really impressive cats. And, and so I want to support, um, you know, my friend, Brandon, the, the one, the guy, my very first m musical artist, um, guest, mm -hmm. the rapper. And so new music comes out. I'm on it. Um, and, and, and now I'm is that podcast it. with him on your channel? It is. It is. And it is under the name of Brandon or what, how do I find it? Um, I think it's B Frank. Um, B Frank. Okay, yeah. I'll look for it. I, I'll I'll shoot you later. I will I will send you the link. Um, I'll send you the link to to his music to his Spotify. Okay. Um, okay. Awesome cat. I'll, I'll uh, you got to see the video that I saw that that you know made me think. Hold on, I got to talk to this guy because yeah, I was yeah. just like, you got to be kidding me. Um, but yeah, you've absolutely you know have to be willing to. You know, if, if, if I'm going to, if, if you're going to give me your time of, you're, you're going to make a video, you're going to show me how to set up the light. You're going to, to do all of these things. I'm right. absolutely going to leave a comment. I'm going to subscribe. I'm going to give a thumbs up. 
because I, 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 you know, the thing is, is if I go on YouTube, it's not for entertainment. If I go, it's because I want to learn how to do something. If you can entertain me while teaching me, that's even better. Um, I'm bringing up something on my phone. I want to show you this because it's along the lines of what you're saying. You keep talking. I just want to let you know I'm not ignoring you while I'm on my phone. That's all right. I, I, um, I had a guy, um, I had a guy make soup during one of can our. Can you see this? Uh, you probably can't see it due to that light. Boy, yeah. anyway, you can't see it because the really. light's too bright. But basically, it's um, every Tuesday and Friday at 1 p.m. I've given myself a reminder on my calendar to go out and like and comment at least 10 useful videos on YouTube, regardless of the YouTube um, channel's size. I, I've tried to focus on the smaller guys because the big guys get all the likes and comments they need. But right. um, it's exactly that. If, if I can learn something from it or, or if I can just be entertained by it, I'm going to show you my appreciation by commenting on it and liking it. And I do that twice a week at least. So, I, I agree. I think that's a great thing. And so when you go back to Africa, um, you should vlog, man. I was, you know, if somebody tuned in right now, right when you said that, they'd be like, this guy is racist. <laughs> no, <laughs> when you go back to Africa, I'm just kidding. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, And I'm bald, too. Like, I just shaved my head and I'm covered in tattoos. Right, right, um, right. <laughs> yeah, that's like the perfect moment. Um, yeah. But anyway, what were um, you saying? <laughs> that's awesome it is awesome that's funny and so <laughs> now i can't even say it like i'm feeling self-conscious when you go back to africa um yeah you should absolutely vlog we were talking about that this morning here at the house and um and so i was like yeah i'm talking to, i'm talking to moni johnson today and this is who he is and this is what he's done and i said hey and i actually i actually just talked to another and so another one of my 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 musical guests, man, this cat okay. observe. You got to check him out. He's a beast. He's a he's, okay. so he's a music producer too. I, I'll dude, I'll have to send you his information. It's awesome. Anyway, okay. and so he, we were we were we were communicating this morning, and um, he had liked to post, and so I I said something to him, and I told him I said, hey, I'm getting ready to sit down and talk to this guy, and and this is who he is, and so I've been really excited about. So this morning here at home, I was telling I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, hey, I'm like, so this is who he is and what he's done. I said, but he's also been to Africa. And I said, he took some cool footage. And I said, I, I kind of really want to hear about that because it's awesome. I mean, you know, not a lot of people get to do that. And, and not it's a good. lot of people, yeah. And, and what's awesome is as, as, a, as a videographer, you get to do this and you have the added bonus of... Um, you know, I, 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 when I think of a videographer, I think, you know, videographers see the world differently than I do, you know, and so you, okay. you, you very much see it through, through the lens of a camera. And so what's, what's amazing to me is this, is that, you know, potentially you could be somewhere, you know, standing next to me, looking at the same thing and somehow see it differently. And, and all of a sudden, the camera's out, and you've produced something absolutely amazing based on what you've seen, and right. and I don't see it that way when I look at it. And so, to me, right. I think that's that's incredibly artistic. But I was so I was telling her, I was like, "Hey, he should do a vlog, like um, just go hang out, interact, and just do a vlog." I I think people, I would be really, I would be super interested in that, and I don't really care. Um, what anybody else is interested in, or if they, you know, they follow the ch your channel or give you a thumbs up or, I mean, I do, but I want to see it. And, and so I, I have to think that if I want to see it, 
you know, somebody wants to see that. I just think it would be so cool because. Well, I can tell you, I that is the goal next time. And I, let me let me give you the reason. I had two reasons why I didn't last time. Because I had already started vlogging at that point. One one was that even though I had run of the compound when I was at Name of Village and they gave me permission to post and do whatever I wanted, I was still a bit hesitant because I felt like I would I might reveal too much of these people's lives to the public, which they came out later and said, no, it's totally cool. The other thing is that sometimes I like to put my phone down and put my cameras down and I want to be present in the moment. And so I thought, yeah, I could get some great footage while I'm out here in Africa, which we got some. But the other side of the other part of it is that I just wanted to live the experience. Just just appreciate it. Next time around, I will still appreciate it, but the camera will be out <laughs> almost the whole time. So so ex expect that footage when we get back over there. Yeah. You, you know, the other thing that you should do that would be really cool is, um, and so you were talking about, you know, you're, you're waiting for more equipment. You've been kind of buying and, and, and returning equipment and, and getting, mm -hmm. you know, figuring out what you want. Um, right. and, and you were mentioning, Hey, my finance, you, you know, just showing off my finances are good now. Um, got my hair <laughs> done, went and bought a suit. Um, so here's the thing, this would be super cool. Um, it kind of a little challenge for you, maybe something to, to consider. Okay. Um, and so I know that I know that the cats that you met in Africa, um, you know, they're walking to go charge their phones. If they had some yeah. of those little chargers, you know, like phone charge, you know, little charger. That's things. already been done. That's okay, already been yeah. done. Exactly. So, not, not me, but that's been done. That's a good idea. Exactly. And so they have a charge. They can go charge the phone, charge the charger, come mm -hmm. back. And now they're just like doing their thing. It'd be really awesome to, to see them vlog. Um, oh, that'd be cool. That'd how, be yeah. Cool. How interesting awesome. would that be? Mm -hmm. And especially if, if you guys did it somehow in conjunction, like maybe they've got a channel and it's kind of this, it could almost yeah. be like a communication. It could be like a, a tit for tat type of thing of, right. you know, um, I just think it would be super cool to see because, mm -hmm. you know, again, it's a, it's a culture. It's a, it's a, it's a, a place that I, I, for the most part, am pretty unfamiliar with. And I think a lot of the world is. And so, that's one of the things um, when I when I was looking at your channel, I was like, man, these videos should be out front. Like I found you based on a right, light right. and that's right. what got me to subscribe. And then I go and I'm like, OK, I want to talk to this guy. And then I start digging and then I'm like, OK, well, yeah, um, I want to talk about this. Um, mm -hmm. And so I just I think people would be really super interested in that. Maybe two channels, maybe you. Maybe you do one with lights and, and cameras. Yeah, and, I'm glad you said and, that because, see, that's that's one reason why I don't have a lot of that type of content up because, you know, I've read all these this advice about not basically trying to put too many different things on your channel, you know, branding, essentially. Right. Um, And so I'm, I've been on the fence on do I just throw everything on the channel because I know some people are just not going to be interested in some of the content. Or do I focus and light lighting is my thing. That's the that's the thing I, I love a lot. Or do I focus on make this channel all about lighting? I mean, even the, the site I told you about previously about the rap artist, it's got the word light in the domain name. So I, I'm kind of on the same page with you here. I'm thinking about focusing on lighting there and doing all of my other stuff on another channel, you know. So I, I don't know where I'm gonna go yet. I'm glad you said lighting again, because that made me, and so our conversation has been so discombobulated, but it's been good. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know how yeah. long we've talked. I can't see. 
um, <laughs> a while. It's not too bad. Um, and so, but I'm glad you said lighting because it made me think of something. We were going somewhere earlier. We got sidetracked. Okay. And so what I was going to ask you was, I wanted to ask you, um, what's more important, the, um, you know, the camera or the light and why? And, and, and I was going to, and, and so I've been thinking about this question since yesterday mm -hmm. and wondering what's he going to say? Cause I'm going to argue with him if I disagree, um, right. whether, whether I'm right or not, I'm just that guy. Um, wh what's more important in my opinion, the lighting you can, I feel like you can get very good images with good lighting and a cheap camera. But for instance, I had some guys shooting with my R5. That's a $3,800 camera this past weekend, but the lighting was terrible. And I told them, you guys need some lighting in for those shots. Um, I posted a little bit of it on uh, my Instagram. Um, I think I saw it. Yeah. And I'm like, it look, it just doesn't look good. And the, the artist wanted it like that. And I'm like, I tried to explain to them, even in Hollywood productions, the dark scenes are actually lit, you know? And so, but anyway, I, I believe it's lighting. This this uh, photographer I have a lot of respect for, he used to shoot um, the guys I performed with. Um, he used to do photography for us. His name was Joshua, um, um, Josh Quinn. We call him Quinn Folk. He gave me that tip one day. I'm like, how do you get these beautiful images and i need to get that camera and he said it's not the camera he said the camera's good it, it helps he said but it's the lighting it's the placement of the lighting and the type of lighting that's the key he he learned that from another photographer he used to work with and uh that really stuck with me and i obsess over lighting i still don't have it how i want it over here in this area here that's my main wide angle vlogging area over there um i still don't have have it how i want my wife I'm sure she gets frustrated because I buy <laughs> lights. I try them. They don't do what I want. I return them or I sell them. I buy more lights, but lighting, lighting is it. I can stick with a camera body and, and be done. Uh, my R5 is probably gonna, which is what I'm shooting with now. Um, that's probably gonna last me a few to several years, but lighting, lighting, lighting is the key in my opinion. Were you, were you in agreement? I was man. <laughs> okay. I, hey, and, and I was going to fight to the death about this. I was going to be like, uh-uh. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm telling you, your lighting looks really good. And I don't know, with the stream being probably lower resolution than what you're actually getting, I'm sure it looks even better than what I'm seeing. But um, I've been struggling to get my lighting as soft as I want. And that's that last piece of equipment that I'm waiting on, which it's it's nothing but a, a certain type of connector right? Um, that'll allow me to reposition one of my Godox lights okay. to where I want it. And uh, I think it's going to change the game for me. I'm hoping. It's it supposed will. to come in tomorrow. I guarantee you it will. It's um, and I I a hundred percent agree with you. And so I'm using the um, I'm using the Canon M50, and I'm okay. using the yeah, kit lens. Yeah, M50. I've got one of those. Yeah, and and so I'm using the kit lens because I'm I'm cheap like that. Um, the uh, which one? The 15 to 45 or the yeah. 11? 15, okay, 15, 15 to 45. 15 okay, to 45. Okay. And what's yeah. cool is, and so you know, it in looks my, really good, man. Thank you, I appreciate it. In my old setup, you know, and so I, this is room is just turned around, and so instead of setting over there. I, yeah. you know, the door is right there. Yeah. And so, but you can't see any of that, which is awesome. And so this it is looks just like a, you have a light on the back there. I do. I've got two lights okay. back there. One's yeah. kind of right. weak. I've got to replace it. But, um, because I have nothing behind me except a wall, um, you know, I can throw, and it's a gray wall. I painted it dark gray. And so I can throw mm -hmm. some color back there and I've okay. got my, and it's funny, you were talking about dark, you know, 
doing doing dark videography, dark photography, it's bright as hell in here from where I'm sitting. Right. Not like super bright. It's not like mm-hmm. unmanageable. Um, but it is fairly bright. And so I've got um I've only got my I've got my lights set and so it's fifty six hundred Kelvin and it's 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 daylight. That's what it's, I run at. I run fifty six. Yeah. And so this one is not um this is not by color. And so it's stuck at fifty six, which I'm fine with. Um I have it at forty four forty four percent. And um, I will tell you this, um, Godox, um, who will never listen because I don't have enough subscribers, your remote, can you see that? Your remote sucks. Because it's not bi-directional. It's like you if you make one change on the remote and you make a different change on the light, they don't sync up. So They don't. I can't turn mine on and off with that thing. Like, oh, wow. App, yeah, the app sucks too. So I've got the, um, and so I just keep the thing up here. My desk is six feet. And so I can keep it over here out of frame and just reach over and touch it. But, um, but can, I, you, can you do your, your brightness adjustment with the remote? Can you do I, anything with the remote? I can. I can. You it's, just can't um, power it on and off. Okay. But, it, but it, it doesn't. And so, like, it takes a while for it to, to really affect, like, the panel. Um, and so, you know, I've got the big, I, I can't get it over there where you can really see it. I'm not going to move my camera. I'm I understand. Lazy. But um, <laughs> it, um, and so it comes with the big control box thing. And, yeah. um, and it works well. And, and here's the thing. The, um, with this light, the remote is absolutely the only issue I have. This light is amazing. Okay. And it is night and day from what I was using. Um, it was pretty unbelievable. I, I started with nothing and, and it was, it was bad, but, um, I agree. And so I'm using, and so, you know, initially I used my phone. Now I'm using the, the Canon M50 with the kit lens and the some M50 lights. It's a great camera. It, I, mean, I like a, it. Just everything that comes out of it looks good. I like it. We, we took it to the park and, um, you know, got some amazing, amazing footage. But what was funny is I got, I got equally as good footage with my iPhone, but it's got my yeah, iPhone's yeah. got a great camera. Those are great cameras, yeah. But I agree, the the lights, um, you know, and so I, I actually got all of my stuff. Um, I think I think my desk arrived Tuesday, and so I, I kind of had okay. everything else. And you know, the whole idea, like last weekend, was that okay? I've got this this conversation coming up. Um, I hope everything is on time and I can get it set up and work the bugs out and get it figured out so that I can sit down and have this conversation in style. And so this is, this is my version of getting my hair done. And, um, <laughs> Wait, you got it done. yeah, I'm not, oh, you, I'm you never going to let that stay, go. Get your hair did. Remember? Get my hair did. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I like it. I, I like it. And I, and I appreciate that you like it. I, um, and so, yeah, I completely agree, man, that, um, a decent camera. I mean, don't, don't, don't screw yourself. But a decent yeah, camera. Yeah, a decent camera. Absolutely. Have you have you watched? Do you know who Nigel Bar- Barros is? I don't Barros? think so. Okay, so he's this so. young cat. It, he, it's funny. He released a video a while back. I think he just hit a hundred thousand subscribers. Mm, he's okay. been on YouTube for twelve years, mm-hmm. and I, it's funny because I'm like, are you serious? Um, his videos are really, really good. And, right. and, and so he's a, he's a videographer and, and does the lighting and all that great tips and always gets a really good results result. And so one of the things that he, one of the things that he did that I really liked, he's got a video, I think, um, 
you know, how to make a, a $300 camera look good or something like that. And it's, so it's yeah. like an old GH five or mm. something like that. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a camera guy. Um, and so he's using an older camera that's entry level and producing an amazing result. And then, you know, he's showing that, you know, this is where the lights would go and how you would do this. And, um, and so it go, you know, and it's one of those videos where how to go from this to this. And uh, I, I need to do one of those. I need to take some footage of one of my, my, my old videos that, that look like ass and, um, and then do that and then do a new video and be like, right, you know, right, right. this is what it looks like now. But, mm -hmm. um, and so what, what, what remind me, what camera do you use? The, the, well, it depends. Um, everything got a in few. the studio. Well, yeah, and I actually just got rid of two. I and so let me correct myself. I said I have an M50. I actually gifted my wife with my whole M50 kit and a bunch of lenses. Nice. She wants to get into phot photography. This is like two or three months ago, and my daughter just moved back from Colorado Springs. Her husband was stationed in Colorado at Fort Carson. Um, she just moved back, and so she had my old Canon T2i, which was my first camera, and uh, I upgraded her to one of my ADDs, which was the camera that used to be here. Um, and so I have an ADD for my overhead. I have an ADD for my wide angle and I have the, the, uh, the, uh, R5 is the one that I actually take out of the house. So if I'm doing anything behind the scenes and I want to have the R5 in the shot, I just use my, my S10. So, okay. Oh uh, yeah. I saw the, um, I saw the, um, the R5, um, unboxing that wasn't an unboxing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I, I you know, because this is the thing. I don't understand people's fascination with unboxings. I don't get it. It's just you unboxing stuff, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I know people want to watch those things, and so that's another thing I'm on the fence about. I said I don't want to be the gear guy, but I always get comments saying, "Hey, you should show more gear. You should show more gear," and I'm like. I don't want to be the gear guy, but in order for my channel to grow and for me to help more people, maybe I need to be the gear guy sometimes, you know, I get it. I, um, and so I, you know, I guess the reality is, is I don't really like the unboxing and, and so, you know, I don't yeah. care about you dragging some box in your house and the mailman came yeah, and, yeah. and it was just all this extra stuff. I, I really don't care about any of that. I don't care about yeah. what, what knife you're using to open it or exactly or anything. What I care about is what's in the box. And so mm -hmm. that's what you did. You were like, Hey, you know, this is an unboxing, but it's not really an unboxing because I opened it yesterday. And, but here, here's everything that comes. And so these are the, the, and I think there was like one or two things in there that you were like, Hey, this is not included. And, and so that's what I want to know. And, and, and to be very honest with you, I think that is probably, you know, there, there's nobody that just has this unboxing fetish anywhere in the world. I guarantee it. What it is, is when you go to Amazon or, or you go to B&H or you go wherever and you look at the, the manufacturer's ad, um, sometimes it is not, the, the language is not specific enough that, you know, and that I'm fairly intelligent, that I, right. yeah, that I can determine that this is exactly what is going to be contained within this package. Makes and that's sense. the thing. I want to, I'm going to tell you something. Um, I've got a, I'm, I'm kind of pissed at, at road. Um, I, I, and so I use their mic. I use the roadcaster. I, I use a lot of their equipment. Um, I yeah, I saw yet, your video about the roadcaster. I, that they got me interested in that. But go ahead. It's actually I love it. Um, really, zero complaints with it. And um, I've I, I've yet to get a damn road sticker. 
I, I want to, I, I, I have a, I have a whole bucket of stickers and they're not on any, because all my stuff's nice. And I'm like, man, do I want to put stickers all over all this? I just want the damn sticker road. Right, Send right, me a right. sticker. I've, I've given you a few thousand dollars. Give me a damn sticker. You know, I've bought a lot of road mics. I've brought probably six road mics. I don't think I have a sticker either. See, I think about it. We want our stickers. Yeah. Um, I think I want my sticker too, road. What's your, yeah. What's your favorite, what's your favorite road mic? My favorite road mic was the um, the uh, video mic Pro Plus. Okay, but um, but I don't I don't know if something happened to it or what. I, I didn't get anything like the super expensive ones. I but really I really like the the micros because of the the um, the polar pattern of them. Mm-hmm. I can shoot with one of those when I'm in the car and have it pointing at me. You don't hear any road noise. You don't hear any. Um, you don't hear any engine noise. And so that really is the, the one of the least expensive ones they have, I, I think, is my favorite. Now, I also have the uh, the wireless go. I love that, too. But it just doesn't get as much use as my micro. I've got I still have three of the uh, video micros, the small ones. Okay. I have one up there. I have um, one right here and I have one that I leave in the car all the time. So, yeah, I um. I've considered a, a shotgun mic, you know, something up out of frame, you Me know, too. like the, like the real YouTubers use. And, uh, um, but I think I'm going to get a, I think I'm going to get a longer one. And so I, um, everything I buy that is audio, um, all of that comes from Sweetwater. And, um, okay. I used to they, shop, get my music equipment at Sweetwater they long, do years ago. I, I, I dig them and they, you know, it's funny to say, um, you know, and I know that they mean well, but they'll, they'll always, it'll be like a day or two after I get it, they'll call me and, um, I'm always recording, man. I'm like, seriously, right now, this is when you want to call me. Um, when you're doing, when you're doing video or audio stuff, um, leave your damn phone out of the room because if you don't, that's the one time someone will call. Yeah, it's on, it's on mute. Yeah, yeah exactly. It'd be, I've had mine go off like ring during stuff. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I, I don't have the ringer on now, but, um, it's there. Um, That's actually how I discovered that the Maasai had phones the first time is because we in the middle of the village, the guy's phone started ringing and I'm like, what the hell? You know, <laughs> he had a cell phone. That's awesome, man. It's, <laughs> um, yeah. Cause I can just imagine, um, that's very unexpected. You just, yeah, I get that you would, you'd be like, hold on, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, that's crazy. So, Moni, man, um, we've been, yeah, it's like 2.30. We've been going for a minute. Would we start cool, at 1? Cool, 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 cool. That's not Good that long. Good conversation, man. It's been an amazing conversation. Um, I appreciate that. I, man, I would love to, to sit down with you again sometime. And, and before I go, I, I noticed the other day, and I think it was, that's where I sent you the message. There was a, maybe, I don't know if it was a story, a short, or what it was a poll it was a poll so you had to it oh had, yeah it was a, a poll right right because yeah, i want to start doing giveaways yeah and so i had i recently had a guest on here who he and so he's doing he did a giveaway and um he i didn't win and so he's not coming back on the show ever again um <laughs> he's banned from never call me again. okay I, i'm just kidding but um <laughs> and so he's doing a giveaway and I, I and we got talking and i i just it totally lost i i lost I lost the idea of asking. And so why a giveaway? Well, my my most popular videos overall 
or they have to do with these tube lights, which I have on the back of these little wooden things. I'm about to do a video on that again. And the Godox um, SL60W. So people obviously, you know, they like lighting. They, they want do. lighting. And so I was thinking as a show of appreciation, I'm not going to give away like a, an SL60W every month or anything. <laughs> but as a show of appreciation, I'll build up to that because I only have like 1,100 subscribers. I'm not going to spend 100 plus a month in giveaways, you know. Right. Anyway. Um, I, and basically it, what I'm getting at is I, I have, I just got monetized a few weeks ago. So I have YouTube money coming in on my little channel. I also, the, the Amazon affiliate associate thing, I got money yeah. coming in for that. So nice. any money that comes in from my channel, I consider that my audience money, so to speak. So if I make 200 bucks in a month, that's 200 bucks I can do in giveaways. That's how I feel. And, and that's really where I'm headed. But, uh, lights are, are, things that I know people have lots of interest in. So that's what I put on the poll. So maybe like once a month, I don't even know how often I'm going to do this. I'll give away, you know, a $50 light or maybe even a hundred dollar light. I don't know. And, um, just a show of appreciation for people who are, who are watching my channel, you know, and of course they'll have to do something that shows that they're actually watching the channel, you know? So, you know, comment, like something. And, uh, just in exchange for that a show of appreciation i'll be giving out lights and things like that so you should and you i was should. actually looking for recommendations on people who might not be interested in lights you know they might come up with something i'm totally not thinking of and uh, i'll give that away too if it's within the budget you should um you, you should raise the stakes and be like um you should you should save up for you know do some giveaways and then save up and then get this this you know bulk of equipment that that you're like okay this is what i'm willing to let go of in the next you know few months for instance and then mm -hmm. give it all to one person that's like maybe brand new or, or you know interested in starting or order whatever like that um with you know with obviously with information and maybe some tutelage along the way um start your channel um yeah exactly i wanted to do a filmmaker uh, a filmmaker kit giveaway that's one of the things i want to build up to yeah exactly that like would that. be that would be cool um you know i think um you know the, the 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 biggest thing that i've and so i've gotten so much off of youtube um you know everything that i do today is is possible because someone like you and and many others that that i subscribe to and that i i i I look at for information. Um, you guys make this, this is possible because of, of things you've taught me, things that other people have taught me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, 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 like, like a lot of people, I, I base decisions, I base, you know, purchases, I base so many things on, on what other people are doing. And so you, you want to see that, you know, they're, they're doing these things that it's genuine. Um, you know, all of those things are really, really important to a guy like me. Um, me too. So, so thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you for watching. And thank you to everybody else I've learned from. So I, I'm right there with you. Yeah. And so before I let you go, and I, I promise I'll let you go here in a minute. Um, <laughs> you're like, this fucking guy would just not shut up. No, not at all. Not what, at all. Um, I'm what usually are, the one I'm long-winded. And I'm sure people are like, man, I wish this guy would wrap up when they're talking to me. So. <laughs> these these um, these tube lights you've got back. And so I keep looking over here because my my screen is here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe I need to. I can't put it. I don't want to put it in front of me. Um, the the tube lights, what are they? Uh, they're, man, hold on. I'll show you.
They are these four foot tube LEDs. They come in packets, packs of six for like 40 bucks. You're kidding. They're great for music videos and just for lighting in general. And they're linkable. So you can link up to six of them together. And even six of them together is less than like 100 watts. It's got a pretty high output. So I've got them all the way up on my ceiling. I've got them all around. I've got four here facing that direction to that backdrop. And I'll, I'll be posting the video shortly and you'll see what, what the effect is, what the result is. Yeah, I definitely want to see that because um, I've, cons excuse me, I've considered um, some tube lighting and um, it can get, it can be pretty expensive and I'm not, I'm, you know, I've spent so much money and time getting what I have. I really, honestly, what I need, I need, um, and so I have a, I have two lights back here behind me and one is a, one is a pretty decent light. Um, I forget what it's called, a little RGB light. The other one is just okay. a little crappy light and I took the, um, I took the the orange gel um, that came with my my big light because I'm never going to use it, okay. and just laid it over the other light, and so it's it's and you can that's barely the one see. Your right? Yeah. Um, okay. I was wondering. I saw I saw the orange there. I, yeah. and this is a question, just a curiosity. I don't know if it's is your is your camera on an auto exposure or is your light dimming and getting bright? I see every once in a while things get darker and brighter. It is it is um it is on auto exposure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what that is. And so I need to, I'm lazy, man. I'm so <laughs> lazy. Um, one of those things that, um, I'm, you know what, I'll be honest. Um, I entered in this thinking, Hey, you know what, at least I'm using my camera and not my phone. And so, <laughs> hey, but I did you know, a... it still looks good. <laughs> I and there's nothing that. wrong with auto exposure. <laughs> um, in fact, one of my favorite YouTubers, uh, Casey nice that he uses auto exposure a lot. So, I, yeah, I like Casey. And you know, the thing is, is, is Casey can do it and get away with it and, and no exactly. one's going to say anything. And, um, if I do oh, yeah, it, that's right. They're going to the, say something. <laughs> yeah. The YouTube police and the commenters, you know, uh -huh. ne'er comment on any video. All of us, let me make a mistake. Um, yeah. you need yeah. to do this. And yeah. I love it because yeah. it's always, you know, you're always like the person with like the worst comments, like the most negative thing you always mm. go. And they like, they have no videos, zero or it's like, you know, some, it's like they created the account just to say negative stuff. It's like a weird cat video or, you know, <laughs> it's like, it's all grainy. And you're like, mm -hmm. seriously, um, yeah. let me know. Get right. back with yeah, me exactly. later. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. But, um, man, I really, really, really appreciate you being with me today. You, um, you're an amazing you, cat, you man. Me. Yeah, I, um, and I would love to have you back again. I'd love to, uh, Absolutely. and so you've. You've potentially got an app coming out. Um, you're doing some some giveaways. You're you're mm -hmm. going to grow. There's there's going to be another trip to Africa. Your kids are going to go. Mm -hmm. Um, you've got well now of two of them have kids. So unless I'm watching <laughs> the kids for them while they're gone, they probably won't go. So we we have to work that out. Yeah, man. I'll tell you what, man. Kids are kids are wonderful, but um, yeah, you just can't wait until they grow up. You're like, man, I can't <laughs> wait. They're like, I can't wait till I'm 18. Yeah, me either. Bye. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right, um, right. <laughs> I, I bought you luggage. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, man, um, you've got so much going on. I, I just want to wish you luck. And, and, and I, and I want to thank you for, for the channel. I want to thank you for the conversation. And um, it's just been amazing, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Absolutely.